Welcome to a Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Spoonful of Sugar Podcast. I am Pam and I am joined by Amy. And we are here to lighten your lives, bring you a little Disney magic because we know you need some. Oh yeah. We could use some too. Mm -hmm. And you are just in time for this month's installation of Disney News. Bum, bum, bum. Pam and Amy are here to judge the news, all the news. And there's a lot of news this month. I feel like we need like an underscore of that news music. Like I'm not sure if that's really how news music goes. I just like randomly made that up. But you know what I mean? Like let's get an underlay of news music. I could just record you doing that little thing you were doing and put an underlay of that on a show. Perfect. Squad goals. Definitely. All right, Pam. Are you ready for our icebreaker for today? I am. Okay. Our icebreaker for today is, if you were in charge, what three items would you have in the office vending machine? All right, I'm going to go with um, wet wipes. Okay, you're not <laughs> even going with a food item. I'm going with wet wipes. You know, coronavirus is on the mind. Oh, boy. I'm going with wet wipes. Oh my God. And also, I'm the, the parent of, like, younger children and things are just a you mess. Could, we need those wipes. You could to just survive. supply those to your staff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I want the disinfecting wet wipes. Okay, okay. I would Can I have this thing vend out like Starbucks coffee to me? <laughs> Is that... I think we should say items that are usually typically okay. found in a vending machine. Okay. Can it disperse million dollar bills? <laughs> no, it cannot. <laughs> okay, some they're either and I am flexible. Either Cherry Dr. Pepper or Diet Cherry P Dr. Okay. Pepper. So, look, I'm a reasonable person. Or they you have know. those Frappuccinos, like, in those glass jars. I have never tried one of those, <gasps> those ever. So, I grew up really? on those in college. Mm. Yeah. I have to try one of those. Mm -hmm. And third... So, wipes, Dr. Pepper. Okay, I need a food item, obviously. Yeah. What's your favorite go-to snacky item? Well, I feel like I should be responsible. Okay. Because, you know, these people, they might need some energy for their day. And I've already given them the caffeine. Right. The soda. Right. So maybe something with actual, you know, power to get them going instead of a sugar high that they'll crash on later. Uh-huh. I'm being very responsible with all my choices. The wet wipes, caffeine, and now we'll go with granola bars. You are very responsible. I feel like, yeah, I'm being the responsible adult here. Okay, I am... Not very fun, but responsible. I'm going to be the fun, not responsible one. Go for it. Okay, so I love chips. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of debating... What I would like to do is have a chip slot where it's like that variation pack. You know how like when you go to the grocery store, you can buy like not just one snack bag of things, but yeah. it's like the variety pack yes, yes, of yes. all the different little... Yeah. So I would... 
I would ideally like to do that so you don't get bored of one kind of chip. Mm, but how about if you get something you hate? That's true. So then I would either go with like Doritos or Cheetos. Okay. Okay, so we're going to have a chips type category. The, okay, not that I work in an office environment at all, <laughs> but it seems like the, both the Doritos and the Cheetos, you know how you end up with those orange fingers and it's just, it seems like that would be a mess and therefore you would need my wet wipes in I your office gonna environment. I was going to say, I will send them next door to your <laughs> office to go get the wet wipes. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Okay, so yeah, for the heck of it, let's go with Cheetos. Okay. They're messy, they're fun, they're cheesy, delicious goodness. <laughs> Okay, now that's more like the savory, so we need something sweet. Mm -hmm. But I don't really have a sweet tooth, so let's go with Sour Patch Kids. Ugh. I love Sour Patch Kids. No. Yes. We're not going with like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> sour Patch Kids, no. Yeah, I think oh. I'm going to go with sour, because it kind of satisfies that sweetness, but obviously a little sour too. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What's your third choice? And then the third is going to have to be a beverage to wash yeah. all this down. Yep, yep. So I'm going to say I'm kind of torn between root beer and orange crush. Root beer, obviously. Root, I think I'll go with the yes. root beer. I probably would have gone with root beer had I had it come to mind when it was my turn. That's okay. Since our offices are right next door, we can this send each true. other to each other's place. More options. <laughs> Love it. All right. That was a good icebreaker. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with the March 2020 Disney News. We are ready to judge. We have got our pretend gavels yeah. ready with us. We should get those long black robes. And our real gavels. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, okay. Well, the first story that we're going to discuss, and this is going to be a very easy one for us to judge, is that Disney has, once again, raised the prices for annual passes at Disney World. <laughs> Boo. So evidently, the last time that Disney raised uh, AP annual passes, uh, the prices on those was June of 2019. So they're not even waiting a full year yet. Oh, no. I think Disney prices usually go up like twice a year, I believe. How rude. I know. In the words of Michelle Tanner, <laughs> how rude. <laughs> or was that Stephanie Tanner? I think it was Stephanie. I think it was Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if she says that on the new show. She does. Does she? Yes. Fuller House. Okay, let's get back to Disney. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> So a couple of examples, the Disney Platinum Pass, which is sort of your standard pass that gets you into the theme park, all four theme parks, uh, 365 days a year, no blackouts. That was originally $1,119. It is now $1,195. Ay, caramba! And the Platinum Plus Pass, which basically lets you get into all the parks plus the water parks. Mm-hmm. Those went up from 1219 to 1295 So the same kind of increment, mm -hmm. like price increase, but just not as great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We give it a thumbs down, for sure. <laughs> we absolutely do. Four thumbs down. Four thumbs Plus down. Plus all of our toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thumbs, thumbs down, absolutely. Absolutely. We do not care for this. Disney mm -hmm. needs to stop. Yeah, stop Disney. All right, for our next news story, 
we're going to talk about the main icon at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, which is Cinderella's Castle. And guess what, folks? Cinderella's Castle is getting a royal makeover. Fabulous. Yes. So it looks like they've already started. And they're basically just sprucing this thing up a bit, Mm -hmm. making the colors more bold, more vibrant, adding Mm -hmm. like a bunch of beautiful gold trim work. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really, I mean, I'm not sure exactly how long that they're saying it's going to take. Yeah. Um, It just says it's going to continue throughout the summer. Mm -hmm. And they're doing this because Cinderella Mm -hmm. just turned 70 years old. Whoa. She carries that age well. Does she she not? She looks good for 70. She really does. We need to get some (laughs) tips from from Cindy here. Yeah, we do. Looking really good. So what do you rate this? I, I give it a begrudging thumbs up. Why begrudging? Just, I feel that, I am just sad for the people who are going to have their their pictures and photos and sort of that Disney experience, because so much of it revolves around Cinderella Castle, that it's going to be interfered with, with all the cranes. We saw a picture today. We did see a picture with cranes. Yes, Yes, we did. So they have officially begun the work, and the cranes are not attractive, and there are multiple cranes. Yes. But hopefully, this, is, this isn't like a building type of thing. This sounds like paint and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So hopefully it can get done fairly soon. Yes, although it does sound like it might take, you know, until the fall. Really? I mean, it's a big castle. And they work pretty slow over there at Disney sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they got like four cranes going at once. Okay. They could have paint, people paint at night, too. Painting at night. Yeah, with the little head lanterns on. I like that. He's giving us like painting at night. Yeah, Pam. Painting Uh at night. Sure, sure. Okay. Oh, in Um, fact, this is what I say. What? They should only be painting at night. I agree with that, actually. I do agree with that because, yeah, if you have like a one time trip to Disney World and you go and there's cranes all over and you don't get a castle shot, that's not attractive. Sad and more sad. Not magical. Not magical. Okay. But however, I do give this two thumbs up regardless because Disney has to work hard at keeping things upgraded and looking magical and with this hot Disney sun on this castle I think it's lost some of its shimmer and shine Mm -hmm. so I think it needs this upgrade and from the specs that we looked at the pictures of how it's supposed to look when it's done Mm -hmm. it looks amazing and so anyways I think it's going to be well worth the effort to have this like beautifully upgraded castle I give it one thumb up for everything you just said (laughs) and one thumb down because Disney's evidently not taking my idea which okay I just said my idea like two minutes ago maybe (laughs) they haven't heard it yet but they're not taking my idea to keep the painting tonight yes they could paint at night and then get rid of the cranes during the day I think much better I think that's a good compromise I do agree with that yeah yeah all right Pam Cakes our next news story takes us over to Epcot, mm-hmm. where we have a brand new Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Ooh. which is basically the eatery mm-hmm. at the American Pavilion. Oh, and we got some pictures, and it's looking good. Ooh, that does look good. So it's very nice. Before Regal Eagle, it yeah. was basically—I don't remember the name of it—but it was basically like chicken nuggets and hot dogs and burgers Ugh. and fries. And honestly, I don't know that I ever 
went there. We ate there once just because we were there in Hungary. Yeah, yeah. But I would never recommend it. You yeah. know, if people yeah, yeah. were like, oh, what quick service would you recommend? Never mm -hmm. would you say the American Pavilion, ever. Yeah. I mean, you're in a world showcase. Why? In fact, I did very, which is, I'm sure, a bad thing, but I don't tend to do a lot at the America Pavilion because I feel I am an American. <laughs> yes. I live here, and I do love my country a great yeah. deal, but, like, I'm... I don't feel like I need to learn about my country from this America Pavilion because I am an American and I live here all the time. True. So I, I will go to the other countries that oh. I don't know much about and that learn makes about sense. them. That makes sense. So also another bad thing about the old restaurant, whatever it was named, is as you mentioned, we got the hot dogs and the chicken nuggets and whatnot. And we, Disney World is an incredibly international location. Mm -hmm. People are coming from all over the world, not to mention the cast members from all over the world. And we're basically announcing to them that this, this is, is our cuisine. Yeah, this is what Chicken we eat. nuggets. Right, and hot dogs. Yeah. And so just coming up with this idea of a smokehouse and barbecue, it really helps highlight at least one region of the country. And... You know, much better food, I would assume, than they had going on before. Oh, yeah. This food looks amazing, Pam. Mm-hmm. Looking good. Looking good. So there's all kinds of, like, sandwiches and brisket and even even salads. Mm-hmm. Like, pull, I don't know what that is, like pulled pork or pulled chicken salad yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, but that looks really good. Mm-hmm. And even the inside, they completely renovated it. Mm-hmm. So you have these long wooden tables and benches and kind of like a down-home, like, southern flair. Don't you, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, they, they look almost like picnic tables. Mm-hmm. Got those benches going on, and I love on each table they have the, um, which you'll see in barbecue joints, like the, the paper towels, the brown ones. Yeah. Because, of course, you get barbecue sauce all over oh, you. Oh, yeah. And evidently, they don't have my cleansing wipes from my <laughs> vending machine. I was So they that. have to go with the next best thing, which are the brown paper towels to clean There up. we go. Yep. So I give this two thumbs up for I sure. I do as well. I do as well. Perfect. Okay, Pam, while we're in Epcot, let's talk a little bit about Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. We love Spaceship Earth. We do, but it's closing for refurbishment. May uh, 26th. Sad. Do we so, know when it reopens? Ah, uh, let's see. Just as it's closing, May 26th. Okay, we have no updates on when it's reopening. And... I have a feeling it might be like pushed back. Always things are supposed to open and then they get delayed. Mm. But isn't this supposed to reopen like during Epcot's big anniversary? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, they are closing this ride for refurbishment and I think it needs it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good. Every time, I swear, every time I'm on Spaceship Earth, at some point it stops. <laughs> like the track stops at some point in the middle mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing, it's still, you know, the big icon, but all the refurbishment, I'm pretty sure is all going to be on the interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are walking around... And again, once in a lifetime trip to Disney World, you're mm -hmm. at Epcot, mm -hmm. this won't affect your pictures. This is a good thing. You can still take your family photo right in front of Spaceship Earth. On the other side, this is one of the most iconic and beloved attractions at Walt Disney World. Uh, if you haven't visited before, it sort of takes you on this journey through human communication from cavemen and writing on walls all the way to, you know, modern day with the internet. And it's, it's beloved, and they've got these animatronic figures displaying all these things, and you move through it. And so whenever you come across the fact that our article says this is going to be the most ambitious update 
that has been done to this attraction since the grand opening in October of 82. Part of me is just like a little worried about what are they going to do in there. I feel like they might keep some of the iconic scenes like I the think so. the Phoenicians and like Rome burning Rome burning yeah I feel like they might keep some of those elements but add on because it's a story about traveling through time and how technology and communication expands over time so where they end off mm-hmm. is like the invention of the internet <laughs> okay so we've like progressed since then mm-hmm. so I think it's good it's a definitely a needed update yeah so in my mind i feel like they would keep some of those iconic scenes and then add to the story i will counter with saying that all of the scenes are iconic which i mean which one would you get rid of if you had to get rid of a couple scenes what would you get rid of Ooh, good question the man pounding on papyrus no that was key he's making paper first paper that's really important Pammy looks at me. (laughs) (laughs) The selling newspapers and the... It's a cute little boy selling newspapers. And it says the Civil War is over. This is important. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so Pam does not want the refurbishment, obviously. I don't want to lose any of the scenes that I love. Okay. Which evidently are like all of them. (laughs) All of them. Uh, Evidently so. I mean, I would keep the garage scene where the internet was invented. Mm, mm -hmm. I would keep the Gutenberg press. Yes. Keep Rome burning. Yes. Maybe get rid of the Greek philosopher part. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, I get an agreement here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And keep the cave walls one. Yeah. I'm not completely sold on the cave walls. And, of course, we have to thank the Phoenicians. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do. We agree on that. All right, good. So, overall, what are we rating this thing? Thumbs up. I will, once again, give one thumb up and one (laughs) thumb down. The thumb down is because I'm afraid of what they're going to do. The thumb up is because, in general, one feels that renovations are a good thing. Don't live in fear, Pam. It'll be okay. I'm living in fear, Amy. (laughs) I'm living in fear. Okay, well, fear not. Or, oh, I'm fearing about this. Or next fear, one. yeah, yeah, fear I'm big fearing. time. Yeah, Bob Iger steps down as CEO of Disney. We have a article that we're looking at here from NBCNews.com, but this was all over all the news, oh, so yes. there are many sources on this. Yep, yep. So, as we're reporting of this, this was a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that this actually happened. Yeah. Now, Pam, explain to those of our listeners who don't know, who is this Bob Iger fellow? <laughs> okay, Bob Iger is, was, at this point, the CEO of Disney. And he'd been doing it for, I want to say, decades at this point. I believe he took over for Eisner, mm-hmm. is what I want to Sounds say. Sounds right. And he has been the, uh, the mind behind acquiring all of these IPs, first of all. So the Marvel Universe, Star Wars, that's a huge one. Pixar. Yeah. Um, Fox. All of these that have come in have been under Iger's watch. So a lot of creative energy and a lot of pulling in other brands to just really broaden, you know, the Disney portfolio. Absolutely. And he's just always been regarded as just a very good leader and on top of the situation, all these kind of things. And he had tried to step down at least a couple of times before 
and I guess they just didn't really have a replacement for him, so they like talked him into <laughs> staying on. You know, a couple years here, a couple years there. So he's been wanting to leave for a while, but I guess never found the right way to do it. And so then all of a sudden, though, we found out like on a Friday afternoon. So basically, like when the news dies, because you know that's when you dump all the, the bad news. You don't want to get out to the people. Like if some, you know, the White House or whatever has like some bad news about the economy, something like this, you'll put it out on a Friday afternoon. I didn't know that's how the news worked. Mm -hmm. Because then, you know, if you put it out like on Monday morning, the reporters have all week to talk about so this and write all these So don't put things. out this news episode on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got Woohoo Wednesday. Woohoo Wednesday. We got our thing. So like mid-afternoon, they announced that not that he's oh going to transition out of his position. It's like boom, he's out. New guy, Bob Chapek is in. Like what? effective immediately. Crazy, so crazy. So I and we were even going to volunteer to like step in and fill that role if they yeah. needed you know some temporary people, but apparently mm -hmm. they didn't need us. So here, yeah, the article is saying that Iger became CEO in 2005. So he's been doing it for 15 years. So he is staying on though as I forget the title, but he basically wants to oversee more of the creative end of things. Okay, so okay. it's a position I believe that would be over Bob Chapek. Mm -hmm. I forget what it's called, but Chapek is going to be the successor. And I mean, he is the CEO right now. So how he's going to do, I mean, Chapek's been in the Disney company for years and years and years. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I am, I mean, Iger uh, made such a name for himself, it's going to be yeah. hard to live up to. Yeah. But so I guess overall, we're sad to see him go. Yes. So I thumbs down for me. We'll yeah. miss you, Bob Iger. But yes. happy for him that he gets his retirement. He can just enjoy stepping down and just enjoying life for a little bit. I don't know if it's so much a retirement. Uh, I mean, he's not that He's not that old from what I understand. I don't know his exact age. And he's somebody who I could seriously see running for U.S. president at some point. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, anyhow, I agree. Thumbs down. He's 69, by the way. Okay. Well, it seems like 70s are the age you have to be <laughs> to run for president in this country. So, he'll, he's got that going for him. I would vote for him. <laughs> um, well, I, I still give it a thumbs down that he's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's sad. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's... We agree on that. <laughs> For once, we agree on something. Let's talk about something else that's pretty sad. I think we're going to agree on this as well. Okay, so, Pam, you know yes. the Jungle Cruise? I do. A very popular attraction in Magic Kingdom. Well, apparently, a week or two ago, one of the Jungle Cruise boats started sinking. <laughs> like, during the middle of the cruise, with all the passengers oh. on it. That's n nutty. So we are getting our information from WDWNT.com, mm -hmm. Walt Disney World News Today. Yep. And it says, guests at the Magic Kingdom are taking to social media to report that a jungle cruise boat has sunk with guests inside. <laughs> guests were on board when the boat sank, but there have been no reported injuries. Oh. Okay, now we're seeing a picture. <laughs> They're like trying to bail out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like standing up on the, the hull of the, the boat. Well, first of all, let's mention that the lagoon or river, whatever it is that they're supposed to be riding on, 
the water, from what I've heard, is like three and a half feet deep. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, how far could the thing sink? Right, right. But yes, water did start filling up in the boat. And, you know, you don't know how far down this thing is going to go. That is hilarious. It, it was sinking. So given all of this news about the sinking of the jungle cruise boat, what do you rate this story? Well, it's going to have to be a thumbs down. Yeah. Obviously a thumbs down. Obviously a thumbs down. Uh, I would not be a happy camper after this. I'm hoping that Disney did something to try to make it better for these people who are on this boat. Yeah, I'm sure they gave them something. Free fast passes or popcorn or something. <laughs> I would go for gift cards personally. There you How go. about everybody gets a $50 Disney gift card? Perfect. That would go a long way to make me more of a happy camper. Love it. And here's who else are not happy campers. Oh, Pam. Tell me. Speaking of things breaking down. Uh, so Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. has been notorious for... Notorious? <laughs> yeah, notorious. Okay, I didn't know for that. For breaking down all the time. And it's happened once again. Uh, it's, and this time it closed for several days. Uh, and then I heard, and don't quote me on this, mm-hmm. but it reopened and then it closed again. So as far as I know, it's still not back up and running as of our recording date. Okay, that's not fun. Because that's, I mean, that's an, a real icon mm-hmm, of that park. Mm-hmm. People love Haunted Mansion. And they said it's because of technical issues. So it's not one of those cases of people throwing people's ashes like into the ride. And then they have to close it down and get like the hazmat team in there. People don't do this. No matter how much you love Disney, do not have your loved ones cremated and then scatter the ashes somewhere on Disney property. Pam, I have a very important question. If I asked you on my dying deathbed, Uh Pam, would you scatter my ashes in the haunted mansion? Would you do it? I am by nature a rule follower. (laughs) And this is... Okay, no, I'm just going to go with a straight out no. No, I know. That's just gross anyway. I get it. it. I get it. It is. It is not... Yeah, no. I'm going with no. Okay. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Come up with another (laughs) deathbed request. (laughs) So when you're in Spaceship Earth, why don't you just release my ashes? (laughs) I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Please okay. be kidding. So this is a thumbs down. Obviously. Yes. Another obvious thumbs obvious down. Obvious thumbs down. Okay. We're moving into more, more thumbs down category. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we are in the age evidently of the COV-19 virus, otherwise known as coronavirus. Uh-huh. It is, depending on where you're at, this is more or less of a big issue. If you're in Italy, the entire country is locked down. (laughs) It is. Like, as of yesterday, the entire country is locked down. I'm, like, trying to picture, you know, like, visually, how does that work? I know. I guess they're not (laughs) letting people in or out unless you're, I don't know, super special or something. I think people are being requested, like, stay at home. I, I don't know how this is working out. Anyhow... Evidently, Disney wanting to be on top of things and Disney greatly valuing customer safety above all. That's above like their all? yep, their first priority. So they have come out with a statement regarding coronavirus. So this is a person, uh, and we'll put the, the links to all of these in the show notes, of course, so you can read more about it. This is an article from Disney Food Blog. And in it, it says a spokesperson for Disney told People Magazine yesterday, we know there is new information this week about coronavirus in Florida. We have very stringent sanitation procedures in place at 
the Walt Disney World Resort. We are in close contact with health agencies for information and guidance. And at this time, we are continuing to communicate to our cast the importance of preventative measures, such as frequent hand washing and rigorous cleaning processes. For guest convenience, we have placed additional hand sanitizers throughout the parks and resorts, and will adjust our protocols as the situation warrants. So that being said, which Dis- and I think that's all good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Disney World is obviously still open. Mm-hmm. All the parks in Asia are closed. I know, and there's like no opening date even announced. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're taking all the precautions they can. They're keeping everyone in the know. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing all they can. So I give it a thumbs up for coronavirus. <laughs> Okay, I'm saying big thumbs down for the virus itself. Well, okay. I'm, I'm saying a thumbs up for how Disney is respond. I think this is a very thoughtful response yes. that they've come up with. I appreciate that. You know, another bad thing about coronavirus, I mean, besides just, of course, the virus and sickness and death, I mean, all much more horrible things. But the fact that the three Asian parks are just shut down, yeah, they are losing all of this revenue. Mm-hmm. And you know there's going to be blowback here in the States. Because remember, you know, the, the hashtag, thanks Shanghai, where like they're putting all this money into building Shanghai oh. and, and we felt it here in the States because our parks weren't getting as much, you know, the money, love. as much of, of yeah. love. Yeah. So you're talking about three major parks entirely shut down. Who knows when they will open again? Yeah. I think this is going to, you know, have a Disney impact at some point. A Disney impact. Yeah. Well, thumbs up for how... Disney is handling it. Yes. But thumbs down for how Florida is handling it, in my opinion. Oh, tell me. So our next news story is very much related, but the state of Florida apparently declared a state of emergency. All righty then. The whole state, Pam. So what does that exactly mean, though? What is a state of emergency? Well, I I think it just uh, means they call in help from more than just their local government. I don't know exactly all the protocols that happen during a state of emergency, Mm -hmm. but according to this article that we're looking at, there are only six cases total of coronavirus in the whole state of Florida. Mm -hmm. So I don't know the population of Florida as a whole, Yeah. but out of all the whole population of Florida and three, or I'm sorry, six cases of coronavirus... I don't know if that necessarily warrants a state of emergency. That sounds kind of dramatic to me, Pam. It does sound dramatic. I will say, though, I think there is, because I'm, I'm reading now a tweet put out by Ron DeSantis on, on Twitter, and it says, I have issued an executive order declaring a state of emergency to establish a unified command structure and direct funds as necessary in response to you know, coronavirus. I think that a governor declaring, a, like, has to declare an official state of emergency for certain things to come in into play. Like, he's talking about doing this. He's not talking about locking down the state. He's not talking about everybody should stay home and quarantine themselves, you know, because of six people in the entire state. He's talking about wanting to build a unified command structure and be able to direct funds. So I think that once an official state of emergency has been declared, that funds are certain are opened up that hadn't been opened up before, and you have the ability to. But what kind do of things. funds do you need for six individual people that have coronavirus? I think they just probably just want to be prepared. I think it's mishandling the taxpayers' dollars. You know what? I'm going to go with thumbs up. Actually, I am going with thumbs down. Yeah, I wasn't so thrilled on this before, but now reading this, I I think it's 
probably, like I said, he's not shutting down the whole state. You know, I think he's just declaring this officially because officially he needs to do this to have access toward building a statewide unified response should something happen. Okay, and so I'm going to go with that. And dear listeners, if any of you know what actually <laughs> happens in a state of emergency, please let us know. Please do not take our word for it. We in no way claim to be experts on the government of Florida. Yes, yeah. this is our one of no. our news topics that's it's news, but it's also like our fake news take on what a state of emergency actually it's, is. It's one of those news stories where we show our complete lack of understanding as to the, what the news is. Oh, pancakes. <laughs> well, we're ending on a happy note. Yes. We are ending on a very happy note. Because this past week, woman, we have got, in place of Great Movie Ride, yes, a brand new attraction at Walt Disney World, and that would be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. You said it very well. Why, thank you. You've been practicing all morning. <laughs> I can tell. You really have to sort of concentrate. Yes. You know? Helps that I was reading it as well, gotta say. <laughs> but it is open. I have not realized... People are, you know, posting all sorts of videos and the the run-through and all of these things. I pretty much stayed away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although, I don't know. At some point, I may give it and, and watch it because our family's not going to be back to Disney World until December. And you don't know when your next trip is. Probably, like... 2043 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not believing that so but yeah so I I don't know that I'll be able to hold out all that long I personally think I'm really going to enjoy this ride yeah. I, I enjoy Minnie and Mickey together I like this type of artwork that they're doing yes. for the Mickey and Minnie and I, I like that they're bringing Mickey into I mean he's so classic mm-hmm I mean, you can't get more Disney than Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. So I like that they're doing a ride for him and for Minnie. Yay. Very fun. So yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So the last thing we're going to say is that the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival has begun. So we're not going to get into the news regarding all of that because people come back next week. We're going to do an entire episode about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can come back and hear about the food and the fabulousness and all those flowers and all those gardens, I guess. So <laughs> Perfect. So you want to hear all that? Come back next week because we know you want to hear all that. Excellent. Thanks for joining us today. See you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. (laughs) 